the sun is in Pisces, the moon is in Pisces. It's a new moon, y'all. Let's dive in. there my friend and welcome to the witch's weather report your weekly check-in for a collective energetic vibe check we're here to check in with weekly tarot readings astro breakdowns cosmic happenings and the occasional musings on this weird and wonderful journey of being a human being i'm your host chelsea mancini writer tarot reader intuitive guide and your resident white girl with a nose ring here to help us ponder the question what the actual f let's do it my friends. Hey there. Hi, hello. It's me, Chelsea. Today is Monday, February 20th, and we have a lot to talk about today, my friends. So I am just going to go ahead and dive right in, um, and I'm going to start by giving you my Mars and Gemini um, Cliff Notes syllabus of what we've, what we've got going on today. What do we got to talk about today? So first things first, the sun is in Pisces, the moon is in Pisces, so we are dealing with a new moon. Happy new moon Monday, happy Pisces new moon. So we're gonna talk about, first off, um, the new moon, okay? The new moon, new moons in general. We're gonna talk about new moon in Pisces a little bit more specifically, and we're gonna talk about um, how to take a look at what the new moon in Pisces is illuminating for you. Then, of course, we're going to do the thing that we are here to do. We're going to do our lights and shadows spread, our tarot reading to get our new moon messages, starting with our affirmation and then, of course, our spread. And then we're going to dive in um, and just pull a couple of guides, oracle guides, a power animal and a goddess. If you've been around, um, you know that the first reading of any new sun season, we usually pull some guides for the season. So oh, let's have some water. Um, and let's jump in. So here we are. Happy Monday. It's a Pisces moon Monday. So first of all, a Pisces moon. Pisces is our lovely sacred fish of the Zodiac. It is the muse energy. It is this kind of, oh, just boundaryless, limitless ocean, depth, uh, creativity. You know what I actually kind of thought of <clears throat> the other day? in regards to the water signs is cancer. And I, and I think I talked about this last week, but I, then I changed my mind. So cancer is our nice warm bathtub. It's lovely. It's luxurious. It is, um, it is like an adult grown woman who has the bag bathtub. Jets if you want them, not if you don't. Candles everywhere. Crystals. Um, one of those, you know, things that goes over it so you can have your book and anything else. It's rose petals. It is the, just a luxurious, um, upscale, just wonderful, warm, and also nurturing bath. Um, Scorpio is the hidden dark depths of the ocean. It's mysterious. What's even going on down there? Does anybody know? Is it going to kill me? Maybe. Is it going to transform me? Definitely. That's our Scorpio energy. And then Pisces to me actually kind of feels like the water cycle. Okay, um, look at me. I am a cloud. Okay, I'm a cloud and then now I'm a raindrop. And then now I'm part of the river and I'm running off into the ocean. And then just like that, I am evaporating back up into the sky. And it's never ending. It is a constant cycle. It touches 
everything. Um, and that is how I feel about Pisces energy. Pisces is our last sign of the zodiacal wheel. So it rules our 12th house, which is our house of all things inner world, our spirit and our soul, just what goes on most personally with me, myself, and I is what we're talking about when it comes to 12th house. So it's very much a time of closing out. Okay, next season is airy season. It's spring. That is our astrological and energetic start. It is cardinal fire. It is like, let's go. But before we get there, we have this Pisces wrap up, this chance to uh, take uh, an emotional reset, an energetic reset. It feels just like a rinse, like wash, like a power wash, but like make it magical. Um, when you're just, we're just rinsing out and off all of the grime and resetting, okay? Oh, Pisces. So our new moon, we're here on a new moon. So anytime the sun and the moon are in the same sign, we've got a new moon. It is the start of the moon cycle. And new moons are times for setting intentions uh, and taking a look out at, uh, first of all, just the micro moon cycle. So from new moon to the neck to the full moon, in Virgo, what that will have in two weeks to the the following new moon. So in that short month, what are we calling in? What energy are we um, are we manifesting? Are we releasing? What you know? What is this next month about? What intention am I setting on the you know shorter scale? And then on the larger scale, when we're working with the moon, we're looking at six months from now. So here we are at the new moon in Pisces. And our full moon in Pisces that happens when we get to the opposite side of the zodiacal wheel, which is Virgo, will, will be happening August 30th, 31st, will be our full moon in Pisces. So here we are, like I said, it's February 20th. When August 30th rolls around, what are we, where are we wanting to be as it relates to some of these 12th house things, you know, with just ourselves and our own being and our own energy and our own spirit. Um, but also you can take a look at where specifically this Pisces new moon is hitting for you. So if you take a look at your birth chart, you can pull up a birth chart in a wide variety of places. Just go ahead and hit the old Google machine and Google astrological birth chart. Um, I personally like to uh, recommend astro-charts.com because I just feel like it's easy to look at. There's less crazy lines and symbols, especially if you're new to the astrological stuff. So I like to use astro-charts.com. Um, and we're looking at, so you do need your birth time. And you can take a look at, you'll get a picture. You'll find Pisces. Where is Pisces and what house is Pisces lighting up for you. So that's all I'm going to dive into in regards to birth charts here. If you want, if you're like, ha, huh, what? And you need a little bit more info on what the heck any of that means, I do have um, a video, Birth Chart 101, just the quick and dirty, how to start and where to start um, up on Patreon. So you can head over there and take a look and really figure out what this uh, Pisces new moon is lighting up for you. Uh, and we've also got some Pisces uh, journal prompts and stuff going on over there on Patreon too. But anyway, 
So that's our Pisces new moon. Here we are, friends. This is our last new moon of this astrological year. And I don't know about you, but this last week felt like weird, okay? It felt um, like a big ending, honestly, if, if, if I'm being honest with how it was for me. It felt like just kind of finally shaking some things off that have maybe just been hanging on for too long. Um, I know some clients I've talked to have, you know, things have felt a little bit more uh, serious, but the general vibe I was getting last week is that like some stuff is ending. We're here for new beginnings. We're, we're shaking some stuff off. We're releasing it. Um, and I love it. I mean, last week in our reading, we talked about um, how we might be blocking our joy and what old patterns um, aren't actually keeping us safe anymore. And that came up for me in a really big way this past week, or a really obvious way, I should say. It was just so obvious um, and yet so simple. And it just really, again, just feels like time to let it go. And in, again, in a simple way, not in this way that needs to be like, ooh, like stressful. I need to release this. Just like, yeah, okay, I see it. I've been seeing it. Um, and now I'm just done with seeing it. So let's move on. Um, I'm just really, yeah, I just really got the vibe of release this past week. Um, and that this Pisces new moon is really here to just, you know, give us a nice cool bath, cool drink of water and a real kind of just energetic reset before we get to the more action go, go, go reset that is Aries season and this double Aries new moon situation that we've got coming up. So, whew, okay, there's that. There's our, our moon news. That's what we've got going on. Um, without further ado, I suppose let's dive in. So we're here for our energetic vibe check for our weekly tarot reading. We're here for some Pisces new moon Monday messages. Okay, hopefully we did the release. We did that or, or maybe not. Maybe there's something, you know, still coming up. Again, this is 12th house season. So this whole season can be about release. It's okay. You know, whatever. So we're here to get the message. We're here to see what it is. And I'm, I'm just so excited to see. So we will be diving into conscious subconscious and unconscious mind body spirit what's going on in our mind what's happening in our body in our feels and what do we need to be aware of in the unconscious spirit that is just our wiring that is rooting us down that we need to become aware of we'll take a look at the lights the energy that we are wanting to call in and work with and move towards and the shadows the sticky tough energy that we need to face and be willing to deal with in order to do so. As always, we're going to start with an affirmation. And our affirmation that we're pulling is I am perceptive. My intuition is powerful. When I am unsure, my intuition is sure. I strengthen my intuition by trusting it and responding to its impulses. I am perceptive. Pisces, anytime we're talking about a water sign, we're talking about intuition. And again, Pisces is our just mystical fish. It is this very intuitive, 
connected, okay? That is a word I think of when I think of both Aquarius and Pisces is connected because what connects us, if not the air we breathe and the water on this planet, okay? It just, it connects all of us um, in, in unreal ways, So, which is why I'm very interested to see what happens with this huge chemical disaster over there in Ohio, but we're not gonna dive into that right now. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Pisces season and our intuition and being perceptive. So let's see what we've got going on. What are we, what are we needing to hear from our intuition? And so what I'll say as we dive into the reading is, you know, your intuition speaks in whispers. Um, and especially when it comes to the tarot, whatever jumps out, whatever your first thought when you hear something, that's usually the thing, often the thing. Um, sometimes not. Sometimes the loud thing is actually the fear. And then once we let that get itself out of the way and, you know, it, it does its yelling and then it eventually shuts up, then we can hear the actual whisper of our intuition. So just something to keep in mind as we dive in here. I'm going to start pulling. Oh, Still lots of swords. Um, okay, this is cool though. This is interesting. We've got no major arcana this week. We've got all minors. So this is some quick energy. This is some quick mutable energy that is capable of changing pretty quickly. Um, and I hope it does because I'm not going to lie. It's looking visually. Um, we'll get into the actual ins and outs of what the reading is saying in a second. But visually, what I'm seeing right now is pretty bleak. We've got a lot of dark grays and blacks and muted blues with the sole exception of the Queen of Wands up here in conscious mind in all of her fiery, wonderful glory. But she is reversed. So we've got the Queen of Wands reversed there up in conscious mind. In subconscious body, we've got the Two of Swords also reversed. Down in shadow, oh, sorry, in unconscious spirit, we've got the Five of Swords. <sighs> okay, up in lights, we've got the Knight of Swords reversed. And down in shadows, we've got the Ace of Wands reversed. Okay, two wands, three swords, air and fire. Um, lots of fast energy. So we know that oxygen feeds fire. We know that fire can't exist without oxygen, without the air. We know that air is a big connector. Air is our mental landscape. So we're talking a lot about what's going on in our mind. And then wands are our spirit and how we take action. So this is what's on the table today. Um, where, what is, I mean, all I can see looking at this reading is the Queen of Wands because again, everything is just this gray, dreary colors. And then there's the Queen of Wands, bam, pink, yellow, orange, bright flowers, just really wanting to bask in it. But then she's reversed and she's amongst all of this muddy dreariness and it's feeling like such a bummer. And so she's what we've got up in, uh, up in conscious mind. Okay. Up in our, our, the most aware of any of these position positions, excuse me. So what is getting in the way of us being able to radiate, to shine and to feel 
uh, worthy of being seen. So when it, so the Queen of Wands archetype that we can relate to to understand what we're talking about when we're talking Queen of Wands is none other than Pisces Queen herself, Rihanna, Aries Moon, Aries Venus, I think, but she's a Pisces Sun, and I mean. Rihanna, okay, does she ever apologize for walking into a room? I love that video um, last year. I think it was one of her Fenty um, makeup beauty shows, and she was pregnant, and some reporter was like, hey, Rihanna, like, you're an hour late. And she was like, yeah, so it's my fucking show. <laughs> I just love, love, love that clip. Um, and if there's anyone who is just unapologetic, okay, shout out. Riri's album, it is Rihanna, okay? Um, so she is our ultimate Queen of Wands archetype, but she's reversed. So like, what is effing with Rihanna? What is not allowing us to to Rihanna? Okay, where are we stuck? Um, and with her showing up in conscious mind, I feel like it's our thoughts. It's our thoughts that are keeping us stuck. Um, and because as I'm looking at this reading, with the Queen of Wands being reversed, it, it has her just looking down at this Two of Swords, looking down at this Five of Swords, and her eyes are closed in a way that's just like, why? <laughs> why are you guys here? I want to turn around and shine bright like a diamond and live my hottest self, okay? So what's going on down here? So Two of Swords in body um, is just giving me this feeling of being stuck, okay? Subconscious body, we're talking about how are we feeling? What's going on like viscerally versus what's going on mentally? And it's just this stuck, like I just can't, stagnant, stuck energy is what this Two of Swords is giving me. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And then I'm going to come down here to this unconscious Five of Swords, so our unconscious, our roots, the way in which we're connecting to survival um, and self-doubt is front of mind. Um, this like idea that I need to do X, Y, Z to prove myself instead of just allowing and feeling worthy because you've shown up okay so so there's very rihanna thing like do you think you know okay imagine rihanna they call her they're like do you want to do the super bowl and she's like oh i don't know like i haven't you know performed in seven years i don't have any new music like what if people don't like it like can you imagine like you know rihanna was like i don't know maybe if it's worth my time maybe if i like you know feel like it i guess and i'm just gonna do exactly what I want to do, right? So, um, so this, this five of swords, this like, it's giving me self-doubt. So I'm getting stuckness and self-doubt in these subconscious and unconscious placements. I'm going to pull a vision to kind of dig a little bit deeper and I'm pulling maybe next time. Um, so I'm thinking of what are all of the ways in which a thing hasn't worked out and how that may be keeping us stuck how that might be keeping us from making a decision because our two of swords is all about decision making um, and how it might be, how it might have become um, part of our DNA in terms of, okay, well, when I try to do that, it never works out. Like the ways in which we're talking in absolutes 
um, is coming up for me. Like, oh, well, no, like if I do this, like it didn't work out before and I have all of this evidence stacked up that XYZ just, you know, doesn't happen, doesn't work out for me. So that's keeping me stuck here. It's keeping me in self-doubt. Even though, again, so this is where we get back to kind of what we were talking about last week, where I can know intellectually that that thing is worth a shot, that that's a good option. But if in my body and in my roots, when I've tried in the past, I have failed, my my body's going to want to hold back and respond. And that's why we have to recognize that and let ourselves become aware of it so we can move past that and begin to reteach our subconscious and unconscious that, hey, just because it was always that way doesn't mean it needs to continue to be that way. We can rewrite this story. We can flip this energy upside down and move forward and shine bright like a diamond, right? Um, am I like legally allowed to put clips of that in this? Maybe because Spotify, I don't know. Okay, anyway. <sighs> Deep breath, drink of water. This is some 12th house stuff, guys. So I recently shared in um over in the Cosmic RX community that I'm a part of, which by the way, if you're not listening to the Cosmic RX every week on Fridays, where Maddie dives into again the full, she is the she is the Astro Queen. She's given the full weather report in terms of what the moon's doing, what are the planets doing. In, in in Virgo ways, you know, she, you know, she's a Virgo baddie, she's organized AF, and she's like, how can I take the cosmic and give it in bite-sized doses so you can apply it to your life? Practical magic, we love that here. You need to be listening to the Cosmic Rex. Anyway, what was I just going to say? Over in that community, I was sharing how, um, uh, so uh, the past uh, three years, so Saturn... Saturn return, my friend, Saturn return, and I am going to do a full episode or two, I don't even know, on Saturn return um, in its on its own, by itself, um, but I have been in my Saturn return the past three years, so if you were born in 1991, so were you, probably, um, and uh, again, this is something you can take a look at your birth chart, see where Saturn is. If you have Saturn in Aquarius, uh, you know, so 1991 to 1993-ish, probably, I don't know the exact dates, don't quote me on it. Um, we've been Saturn returning since Saturn moved into Aquarius uh, sometime in 2020. And along with that, I have personally had Saturn moving through my 12th house, this Piscean energy. Again, 12th house is ruled by Pisces. Um, which is our inner world. It is the thoughts we think and the our spirits contracts and this unconscious wiring. It is just full of all of this inner world stuff. And that is what this reading is screaming. It's, you know, especially mentally, okay. What are the stories we're telling ourselves? What are the narratives that we have allowed ourselves to keep holding? Okay, and it can be any simple. So especially in regards to this Queen of Wands is is feeling like our um, the card that's really sh shining through this week, because, again, she's wanting, wanting, wanting to shine and being stuck and held back a little bit by the other stuff, by this two of swords, by this five of swords, by this this doubt, this inability to choose and this story we're telling ourselves that like it won't work out um and 
or, you know, this came up this past week, like thinking that one option is the best that it's ever going to get. So like, I can't screw this up. I can't move in these ways because if this, if this collapses, I'm effed. There's nothing better than this. Um, okay, right? So I want us to pay attention to that. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't quite have the bite-sized cosmic assignment for you yet, but let's keep going. Um, so that's what we've got going on in mind, body, spirit, conscious, subconscious, unconscious. We mentally were maybe like, like, I really just want to shine bright like a diamond. Or maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I am aware of all of the ways in which I'm shining bright like a diamond. But under the surface, it's like a duck, okay? Looks like it's floating smoothly across the water, but underneath it's paddling like a crazy person. So we want to deal with this stuff underneath so that we can kind of coast along and be in more authentic expression of this queen of wands rather than one that's kind of using the queen of wands as a mask um it's giving me fake it till you make it energy which sometimes we love but honestly i just wish you didn't have to fake it i wish you um were really just in this bad i am a badass effing energy like i just wish you were owning your bad bitch your inner rihanna instead of like i'm gonna pretend so that i feel better i don't want us to have to pretend i want us to just know that we are okay if I pull to be rather than to seem, I will absolutely flip a lid because that's exactly what I'm talking about. But it's not always like that, right? Sometimes we do. We got to put on the mask. We got to fake it till we make it until it, we actually shift into feeling the truth of what we are faking. Okay, so there's that. Okay, I'm going to have a sip of water. Okay, my friends, how are we doing? How are we doing so far? I feel like for all that I wanted to talk about, we're actually doing pretty good on time here. Okay. Up in lights, we've got the Knight of Swords. Oh, the Knight of Swords. This guy, this guy up here, he gives me very Gemini energy. Um, very like, let's go, right? And, um, and yet also, let's not go if he is... Um, Okay, let me let me reset. <laughs> let me reset. This, this watery Pisces new moon has me a little puddly. Okay. Here's the thing about the Knight of Swords. We love that he's going to he's going to go. He's going to ride into battle. He's ready to take action usually. He can of course be impulsive, okay? Similar to the Knight of Wands. So the Knight of Swords and the Knight of Wands are are, are have some similarities. Okay, like they're both like, yeah, let's go fight. They both can do so a little impulsively. Um, where the Knight of Swords more specifically can go wrong is when he's letting anxiety and fear drive that action taking when he's not on top of his mentals, okay? Um, we're gonna get a little sketchy. He's also someone that can get stuck. He can get um, really wrapped up in the making of a plan. So it's kind of these two extremes. Again, very very shadowy Gemini he can be okay so it's either um I don't have the perfect plan I'm gonna like mental spiral around the concept of a plan and just keep trying to make the perfect plan and never actually take any action um and then sometimes he can kind of reach that tipping point and just snap and say f it f the plan f everything and just go do um without proper thinking and so neither of those are 
really the best way. Okay, we know we like to maybe take a second, maybe maybe take a look at a plan. Okay, what are some steps that I can take? Um, and yet I need to move anyway, even if um, even if everything isn't perfect, I need to still take some kind of action. Um, but we do, we like a plan, okay? We don't, we're, I'm not wanting us to write off impulsively into the battle. Um, I'm not so sure, uh, you know, what are we needing to plan? Um, how can I, patience, okay? Patience is needed here. So yes, I'm wanting to shine bright like a diamond. Yes, I'm still working through this shadowy stuff, these limiting beliefs, this mental landscape. I'm needing to clean it up. And maybe we're pissed off and annoyed at that. Maybe we've got some stuff coming up that we're like, I thought I effing dealt with this. Um, I know that was the case for me. But patience here. Um, organ Again, an organization. So we don't just want to light things on fire. We don't just want to tornado our way through and just go rebelling and you know, doing all of that just for the sake of like, I'm sick of being stuck. So I'm just going to jump off a cliff without putting on a harness. Okay. That's what this, this Knight of Swords is telling me right now. He's feeling this, this, whatever, this stagnation, whatever these, um, you know, thoughts are, whatever this connection to this, maybe next time this, again, this idea that, well, it didn't work out before, like whatever this old pattern, this old wiring, mentally is that's kind of hindering our shine and he's annoyed and he's like f it i just want to jump i just want to go i just want to rip the bandit and i just want to fix it um but we don't want to do that in a way again where we're jumping off of the cliff without proper safety gear okay um because opposite the knight of wands up in uh, sorry the knight of swords up in lights is the ace of wands down in shadows Ace of Wands is our spark. It is our fresh start. It is Aries energy. It's like, let's just light some sparks. We'll see what catches. We won't worry about the stuff that doesn't. Um, but we don't want to light everything on fire. Again, impulsivity is feeling like where I'm wanting us to watch out. Um, this is giving me big, like, Again, when you're so frustrated that you just like throw something against the wall, like that you lash out out of frustration. That's what this entire reading is warning us against. Okay. Um, this like sticky, annoying crap. And um, this came up this past week and, and I would say, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't even say I'm sorry because I'm not. The reality is, like, it, this is just the name of the game, okay? Getting to the point where these patterns, like, we see them, we see ourselves participating in them, we catch ourselves the first time, and we're like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work on that, I'm gonna stop doing it. Um, and here's what I actually will say about kind of reaching the point of frustration. Here's what I've kind of learned for, for me, at least, and I think I'm gonna teach this a little bit in the um, the program that I'll be launching in Aries season, beginning, uh, middle of March, sorry. For me, it's been this kind of three-tiered process. Not like a do these three things and you'll be better, but more like as you live, you tend to go through, like the five stages of grief 
kind of, right? Only for me, it feels like the three stages of expansion. Did I just coin that phrase? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. The three stages of expansion and you can't rush them. You, you, you go through them at the speed that you go through them. Just like with the five stages of grief, you go through them at the speed that you go through them. But here's what they are. The first is breakdown, okay? And I've talked about this plenty over the past couple years, is just that point of collapse. It is just everything sucks. It is rock bottom. It is the tower. It is the ten of swords. It is laying uh, on the floor of your shower sobbing. It is being unable to pick yourself up. It is just the break, total breakdown. Everything feels heavy. Um, and you're trying, you don't even, you didn't even know you were carrying it all. And it just all feels like too much. Stage one. Stage two is breaking open. Stage two is okay. I've, I've, I'm okay. I, I did pick myself up. Um, I am moving forward and it's kind of working. Um, and yet it still feels so hard. And the kind of combination of the the future and the past is kind of pulling you in opposite directions to the point where you break open because I've got this old stuff pulling on me. I know I want to put it down. I've got this this new way that I see that is also pulling me and I want to go that way. And the only way I can is if I break open and I let the good things in, I create a really big opening for all of those new good things to come in. Okay. And then there's stage three, which is the breakthrough. The point at which things kind of just finally seem less hard. It's the point where it's like, it is kind of like the flip of a switch. And, um, and, I've, and I've experienced this in a couple different realms over the past, um, since like last July. I've had a couple mini, well, not many, like a couple of moments of this in different realms of my life. And that moment of breakthrough is like the moment where we're in this, yeah, this two of swords, this five of swords. We're up here queen of wandsing. We're like, here I am, like I'm going. I broke open, I saw the light, I'm walking towards it. And then we look back and see this weird dark shadow trailing us and we're like, what the F, I thought I got rid of you. And then we realize that we're like holding a balloon that is carrying those things. And we're like, oh, I just need to let go of this. Okay, I'm gonna do that. And it actually does feel rather simple. And once we do get to that point, things finally feel easy. The breaking down and the breaking open do not feel easy. They feel hard in different ways. Um, they feel like breaking. The breaking, they feel like you are breaking. The breaking through feels like you are breaking what's around you. You are finally moving through this dark gloom shade, okay? Why did I start talking about this? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I think because the reality is that that is the reality. Like that is the work. Um, and you really can't rush the steps. And there have been moments where like I have confused the breaking open with the breaking through. I'm like, okay, like this feels really hard, but I'm doing it. I'm handling it. And it's going to be so much better. And it is, it always is so much better after breaking open because there is a huge release that comes with it. But that's kind of like an integration period. That's when you're doing this reteaching of your subconscious and unconscious, okay? So the breakdown is when you see, you're like, okay, 
intellectually, I see this pattern that I have been participating with and I and it feels impossible that I could ever change it. And the even thinking about it, I can't even, okay? That's kind of what happens in the breakdown. The break open is like, okay, I'm going to I'm I'm going to I see that I participated in again and I'm going to start over. I'm going to ref- I'm going to do this action. I'm going to very intentionally consciously I can see the path to changing this. And the breakthrough is like, oops, Snip. Okay, this is now changed. Got it? Do we got it? So, okay. So what? So what am I talking about? Why did we get here, friends? I don't know, but that. But this is the. I do know. So because this is the work. So this is the work, and I would again. I would say I'm sorry, but like I'm not. I don't know. Like it's just kind of good when you don't just. Get, I mean, sometimes some things will be easy, and that process will be expedited, and you'll notice it. You'll change it, and you know, done and dusted, good. Um, for a lot of the bigger things, for the things that are often the things we most want to change, it's gonna be this muddy process. And I don't really wish it to be any different. I don't know. Like Again, like I went through it in a few different realms of my life over the past few years. And I'm really glad I did. Like I'm really glad I broke down and broke open and broke through over and over and over and over again. Um, and I'm able to now shine bright like a diamond. Rihanna, you know, sitting on my couch in my sweatpants watching Rihanna on the TV. Feeling like I am a shining bright like a diamond just because she is existing. Okay. Um, so that's that. That's that. So Ace of Wands in Shadows. Did we really talk about that? So it's impulsivity, right? That was our shadow this week. Our shadow this week is impulsivity and overwhelm. Uh, whereas our light is knowing that it's a process. Okay, that's like good for the Knight of Swords to know. The more information we can give him, the better he does. Okay, again, he likes a plan. So if we say, here, here's the deal. You're going to do this, you're going to do this, and then you're going to do this. I don't have the exact timeline, but just, you know, watch out for the signs. He'll be like, okay, bet. I can do it. Let me start riding down the path. Okay, so our shadow is um, impatience and impulsivity and and I'd say frustration is our trigger, is what we can look out for and pay attention to and see where we can um, flip the switch and release something easy versus it being more of a shedding process. Um, again, it, you know, it's not Scorpio season, so it's not feeling like, and these, there's no major arcana on the table. There's no death or hanged man. Like this is feeling pretty light and quick. So I am feeling like, okay, I'll, here's the cosmic assignment. The frustration, the stuckness, and the stagnation, that's where we begin to notice. That's what is the trigger that should light up our awareness. Okay. And when we feel that, we're going to think, okay, how can I shine bright like a diamond? How can I Rihanna this situation? Not acting out of impatience and impulsivity, but kind of looking down the path um, and seeing what the steps are, seeing the plans, and snipping away the things that are easy to snip away. Okay? Um, yeah, I really only pulled that one vision. Let me pull us our um, oracle guides. So we've got our goddess and our power animal. Um, hilarious. Okay, so first for our goddess, we're pulling Mott. <clears throat> 
let me pull up the guide here. Let's like give our goddess her due diligence and give her a little bit of a background here. So Mat is the Egyptian goddess of integrity, fairness, and justice who holds a scale that measures souls against a feather at the time of death to detect any heaviness from guilt. Mott protects us in business and personal relationships, ensuring, ensuring that we are treated fairly and honorably. Call upon her before signing any contract whenever you're feeling guilty or remorseful. She is fairness. She says the situation will be handled in a fair and just manner. And that's on the process being the process. So when this stuff is coming up, when we're seeing, we're like, I'm so sick of dealing with this. I understand. I get it. But sometimes you got to beat a dead horse to really get the message through. And it's those moments of, here's the other thing I'll say about breakdown, break open, and breakthrough. The breakthrough is significantly less emotional, okay? The break open, it's just like, it feel, again, it feels heavy. It's like, oh my God, why am I still dealing with this? Blah. The breakthrough is like, dude, I'm, I'm done. I'm just, I'm done. I'm ready to, I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to move on. It is like an indifferent, objective energy. And I know we've been talking about objectivity the past couple weeks as we've worked our way through Aquarius season. So I'm loving... Ma, I'm loving her. I mean, it's a white feather on there. White feather is one of my major signs from the universe. So I'm loving seeing that, uh, you know, it will be handled. This is the path that ooh, we all, that we all must head down. Um, if we're on this journey of trying to live more intentionally trying to be more aware, trying to grow, trying to expand. This is the path. And as long as you keep going, it will be handled. Okay, that's what Mott has to say. And then our power animal is the butterfly. Oh, of course, transformation. And she says, get ready for a big breakthrough. Oh, friends, I don't know about you, but I am just, I have really been feeling the breakthrough energy. Like I said last week, really just kind of felt like a, a there was a sense of finality to me. Um, like this Pisces new moon is really just this beautiful, fresh start, fresh drink of water. Um, we've got some astrology that I'm super excited about. Personally, Saturn has officially moved out of my 12th house into my first. God bless for all of my feather feather fellow Saturn and Aquarius babies our Saturn return will be ending in a couple weeks god bless we've got Jupiter doing some really fun stuff i don't know i'm feeling pretty stoked and i'm just i'm i've been feeling this breakthrough energy since the turn of the new year i hope you are too whatever it means for you um you know breakthroughs are all different shapes and flavors and sizes and in in regards to all different ways of life it can simply mean I don't know, holding a boundary or changing a habit. It can be something so simple and it can be something much bigger. So whatever it is for you, I'm stoked for you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Happy new moon in Pisces. Um, if you, yeah, if you want more info on where this is hitting for you, head over to the Patreon. I've got a, again, a birth chart 101 to kind of walk you through the houses and how to understand that. Again, very simple. 
Um, and also just like join us on Patreon. Daily little tarot insights. Again, we got some stuff about the Pisces new moon up for journal prompts and reflections this past weekend. So come hang out with us there. We'd love to have you. Otherwise, thank you for being here. Love you as always. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Witchy Weather Report. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating or review and send this podcast to your friend who needs their vibe checked. If you want more, join us over on Patreon for daily tarot insights, product offerings and sneak peeks and discounts on services. If you want a personalized vibe check, book a tarot reading with me live on Zoom. See you next time.